You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 31 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. What's and going I'm, on, man? I'm way too cold for May 4th. Dude, I, it, there's all the ski areas out west are still open. I've been checking flights. Are you going back to skiing? No, nah, nah, I'm leaving. I'm going on a big international trip next Sunday night. And then I come what back right before do? Memorial Day. You know? What are we going to do about the MN corner while you're away? Um, I think we're going to have to go on hiatus. What? Yeah, because I'm not taking I'm not taking my laptop. I'm going to um, what? No, I'm taking I'm taking a a work loaner laptop and a work loaner phone uh-huh. because I'm going to a certain Middle Eastern country that is no doubt um, looking into those things. In addition to the fact that I'm almost certain that the Chinese are like spoofing cell towers in countries that they've declared to be part of their Belt and Road Initiative. So yeah. that, you know, sweep up all this information of people in countries other than China, but they'll still have my information. So I'm bringing basically a burner phone and a burner laptop with me. You know, I've heard that the Chinese have been listening to the Amen Corner. <laughs> and they're yeah, they've, using been, it. they've been hearing me extol the virtues of Bob Shanghai 66 and its soup <laughs> dumplings. Mm. You don't oh, know. we're back to food again! Jesus Christ! Well, this is what happens again. But is I'm this just what happens when you, when you become middle aged? You only think about food. And we had this discussion last week. I if know. You remember, if you remember, but I know that <laughs> it's age, hard to remember. At my age, age, it's hard to remember a lot of things. But we did have this discussion. Um, you know, I was thinking about that discussion that we had, and you're like, "Oh, we're always talking about food." Let's not forget. We had an entire episode at a Popeye's. I know. Dude, and I saw a Popeye's commercial last night. They have, oh, like, chicken winglets. <laughs> Boneless chicken winglets. I don't know why they call it a wing, but whatever. It looks so good. And I was like, it's been two years since the Popeye's episode. It has been. And, you know, I think I've mentioned to you that they're opening a Popeye's uh, <laughs> On Broadway between 94th and 95th. So maybe, when is it opening? Should we be part of the grand opening? Here's the thing. This place looks like it should have been open for a month already. So every day I walk past and I'm like, is it open? Is it open? (laughs) open?" Are you really going to go in? I mean... Eh, Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. It's not the healthiest food choice. (laughs) It's definitely not a healthy choice. It's not... You don't feel good about yourself. When they say eat this... Don't eat that. Popeyes is always in the don't eat that category. Yeah, you walk out of there. That's the real walk of shame, really. (laughs) Walking out of Popeyes with your head hung low a little bit. (laughs) Did I really just do that? Like, I know, you know, I made some bad made some bad choices and I feel uh, really talk about bad choices. Have you ever been in an airport early in the morning? I know you have. It's a rhetorical question. Yes. It's what just, bad choice have you, you made can't, in the airport? You just can't eat. I was in an airport yesterday morning, and I was just there beyond no myself. Food. 
No food I, options at an airport. I thought about the oatmeal out of the Starbucks, but every time I open the little packet, it goes flying everywhere, and that's really embarrassing. How lame is it that you have to like buy packaged oatmeal? Like that's your best food choice. Although, although you remember, I ran into your sister and your nephews at uh, oh yeah a Kennedy Airport. Yeah. We were right outside the burger joint. Oh yeah, that's burger. They have a nice. burger joint, and it, also, it can't be as good at the airport because it's bad. all it's all Sodexo or one of those companies. It's not actually the burger joint. Yeah. Burger joint takes like fifteen percent of the sales just for the for the. Name and the recipes, I guess. It wasn't bad. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't right. unhappy. I wasn't unhappy with it. But you know, what, you know what my new favorite game is in the airport while I'm waiting for my flight. Touching yourself without letting other people see. No, that's not your new favorite. No, game? that's not. That's not it. But oh, that would be a good game. Um, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite game in the airport is pick out the incel. <laughs> Incels are not that hard to identify. <laughs> Let me see. Pimply kid who wearing, looks awkward wearing, wearing a trench coat. Tan, tan chinos in a white shirt. No, they're all they're more awkward than that. No, well, in Charlottesville, they're all wearing that uniform, that like fascist uniform. So I, I assume that all of our listeners know what an incel is. Well, just in case they don't, why don't you explain it? Incel is short for involuntarily celibate, and that is what people have started calling themselves. You know, it used to it's be back in the, a loser who can't get laid. Well, I mean, yes, right. I'm involuntarily celibate is what these people are saying. But like, it's it's not funny because it manifests itself. It's you know, all well, these people right. found it. First, it used to be you know when you were a kid. You know, everybody went through their awkward phase, right. and there are some people who never left you the awkward phase. You spent a little phase. too long in the shower. <laughs> you, know. you know, you're a repugnant you to members of the opposite sex. No, it, it, it's more about, like, not being having confidence and not being attractive to the opposite sex. And everybody goes through an awkward phase, right. and these people have never left I'm it. I'm still in mine. Well... You, but you did manage to attract a woman. I know, but I just got out of the show. Stage. Yeah. Um, so it used to be that, you know, there would be people who just were, for lack of a better word, losers. Until the internet came along. <laughs> oh, my God. The root of all. And Remember then when the internet was going to democratize and make for, like, this wonderful utopia where everybody was connected in this world and informed and, informed and participating and sensitive yeah. to each other's and instead we got Donald <laughs> Trump as president and <laughs> incels are terrorizing the, the countryside so, so again well at, at again, its base it is it is misogynistic I mean well, these guys so again go, go, go back to the, the origins it's just a bunch of people who before right. the internet would have been sitting alone and miserable in their basements right now they're sitting alone and miserable in their basements but they're online and they found a community of like-minded right, people what, what is that what is the what is the nationalist version of the white nationalist racist terrorist version of Twitter gab or something? I thought is that it was what that's 4chan. Called? Isn't it 4chan? Well, there's 4chan, 4chan, there's Reddit, and then there's Reddit. some other thing. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah. And so they so, all found themselves. And, and they like, found each other. And instead of saying like, hey, and it started out, it seems to have been one of these 
one of these forums where people try to give each other one another encouragement, right. but then it slowly Just go devolved. Ask for help, dude. Right, exactly. Like you can do it, but then it devolved into something much more sinister, which is people are blaming women for the right. fact that they are repugnant to women. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my what's, fault. What's, it's your fault. What's even crazier is that they then encourage each other to commit to, violence to engage in behaviors that make them even right. more repugnant to women. Exactly. So that the, it's, it, it is this self-fulfilling evil kind of vicious circle in which they um, start out, they can't get laid, they're unattractive <laughs> to women, they're repugnant to women, then they engage, they encourage each other in this horrible misogyny and then racism and violence. And, and so why should anybody be surprised that they're repugnant to women? But here's the thing. Okay. Is, is there anything, is there anything worse, worse than the sense of entitlement <laughs> that these people seem to have? That, no, women should be subservient to me and they should pleasure me and give me what I want. Here, here's a thought. Here's a thought. Yeah. How about trying to engage somebody in a conversation and find out stuff about <laughs> really? them and get to know them on a human level and then maybe the two of you can mutually decide that you're attracted to one another and go out on a date and maybe yeah, even, you know, touch each other physically. Like, think about that. No, because they want what they want. This is the epitome of... But these guys, of, they've never... They, they actually never pass through the awkward puberty stage. They like right, stop exactly. there. But exactly. It, it, physically, maybe not, but, but emotionally. Right. They're so trapped as these loser teenagers. Yeah. But they expect that women should right. just give themselves up to them sexually because but that's the natural the, role. What is insane is, is insane everything. is that this is driving a lot of the things that the, the pathologies that we're seeing in our society. Yeah, but again, it, it boils. I mean, so think about, think this about the, terror, think about the terrorist though. attacks that have been perpetrated in this country. Yeah, over the last couple of years, or think about all these guys who showed up in Charlottesville in August 2017. All, right. This was the. This was like it, it might as well have been a convention of incels. Right. I mean, I'm sure that the Venn diagram of right-wing nationalists, lunatics, and incels is probably like just one big full circle. <laughs> it's, and you have and you have a political class uh, that, in a way, has uh, on the right that has encouraged it. Right. They're exploiting They're totally people's exploiting sense of, of grievance. And saying, no, no, right. we have an outlet for you. We have an answer for you. Right. And it's not your fault. It's somebody else's fault. It's somebody fault. else's fault. So it's they, always they, somebody they, else's they fault. trafficking in the same kind of language, but they, it, it, or they are using the same kind of language, right. but on other topics. Like, exactly. there's a reason why you feel so aggrieved and because the system is rigged and people are taking things from you. Right. It's a similar kind of thing. So, the sen so feeding the sense of grievance... To people who already have this kind of outlandish uh, view of the world, 
warped, warped sense of how the world works. Right. Exactly. Right. So it's and not your fault that you can't find a job. It's that some some migrant took your job from right. you, and it's, it's right. not your You're fault that you can't get laid. It's, it's the that woman, women it's don't fault women that you can't women get laid. don't know their rightful place, and that's why you can't get laid. So you can take that woman if you want her and we can build that wall and keep out the migrants so you're going to get laid and have a job you're going to we're going to give you everything but you just need to know that none of this is your fault right there's right. always somebody else that we can blame for this and it's not you right. white man right. young white man it's not your fault <laughs> so you know remember what? back in the day when the country used to be great and guys like you could get laid and have jobs <laughs> We're going to restore like that, that in America. Never could get laid. As you pointed out, they were in exactly. their basement alone <laughs> taking lots of showers. The, here's or taking the thing, bring no it back showers. to the airport. Yeah. You know, it's when I see guys like that that I get nervous in the airport. But the airport should be a safer place mm-hmm. now that, you know, guns are not allowed past a certain area. Dude, I, I don't know. I, I'm... I'm I'm constantly on my guard in, co- in public places. I am constantly yeah. scanned. I, I try not to sit around and have my face in my phone. I'm constantly on guard. Are you I'm, really like that aware when you're in an airport? I'm try- well, yeah. I'm tr- well, first of all, we, you know, we, I had some problems after the attempted coup in Turkey. And so I've had, I wouldn't, so I, I spoke with, you know, the security people who do right, security right. at work and stuff. And we had, you know, long conversations about how to be aware about your surroundings, not just saying I'm going to be aware of your surroundings. So there's that. So that's been kind of drummed, drummed into my head. Right. And then to be honest with you, you know, a mass shooting can happen. I mean, I guess not the airport, right? I mean, the it airport, is, I mean, look, it's more but likely a mass to shooting can the, happen anywhere at any place at any time yeah, in the United the airport, States of America. At the airport, it's more likely at curbside. Right, or exactly. Well, that's the most vulnerable. Those are the most vulnerable yeah. places. But, yeah. you know, in it, I, 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 on those few occasions where I find myself in the mall, I, I, yeah. I try to move quickly, do my business, get out. Um, I'm, I'm quite, it is something that I actually am concerned about. You know, I almost never think about it because I don't go to a mall that right. often. Right. And to be honest with you, I feel much safer in New York City than yeah. I do in other parts of the country. It may be a false sense of security, but I certainly well, I don't know. Yeah. You know, the NYPD is is a huge organization. It has its faults, but it has a sophisticated uh, intelligence network that is not afraid of looking at the white nationalist terrorist phenomenon. It's not yeah. just geared on, uh, geared towards uh, combating terrorism from abroad, uh, extremism, is Islamist extremism. It is geared towards combating all kinds of it. Right. And um, I think you know because New York City is is a target because it is a cosmopolitan place where that includes all of the people that these incel white nationalist terrorists don't like. Jews, Muslims, migrants, people of color, homosexuals, trans—it I mean, that New York has that. All of that. It, oh, it yeah. strikes me that the the police department is is on top of these things in ways that you don't even even here in Washington with you know multiple federal agencies, I think you're multiple right. police forces, and stuff like that. And then think about it. You're in you know, I don't know, 
St. Louis, some secondary city in the United States. I'm sure they're nice places, but I'm sure they don't get the same kind of training. That's I'm sure true. they don't get much training, the police. The and that's why thing. we see certain things. So I, I, I think, they, and I think, you know, you're a target. I, I, Everywhere I, else, yeah. I think the other thing is that you did not add to that is in New York City, we have pretty strict gun control laws. Right. And you don't see the kind of gun violence right. you see in other cities. Right. You just don't. Right. You, you remember when uh, Plexico Burris, who used to be the wide receiver right. for the Giants, he went to jail. Went to jail after shooting himself. Shooting himself in a bar. Right. Where because right. he had a gun that he did not have career. Right. He no. He came back. He played for the Jets for a little while. Oh right, 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 right. But he, he was, was never, never the same. He was never the same. Never the same. Never the but same. he brought a concealed weapon into a nightclub in New York City, which is flat out illegal. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. I think they made an example of him. Right. Because sure. his punishment was he shot himself. Right. He shot right. himself, and then he went to but prison. Did he, spend, did he spend like two years in prison? Yeah. It was at least a year. I think the sentencing was two years. He spent at least a year in jail. Right. So for shooting himself, right. for having a concealed weapon right. in a public place or a not public place. Right. But so I am. You know, look, I am. I am aware. I try to be as aware of my surroundings as I possibly can be. That's so interesting. Um, I don't. You know, I don't travel as much as you do. I travel right. some. Uh, when I'm in the airports, I don't really think about guns as much as I think about like. I think see all these people with like, with like tattoos and like large people, large people who here's the thing: the TSA is obviously not foolproof. I mean, they do all these like red team things with the TSA, and they get guns through all the time. So well, I again, mean, have you seen? I, think, I don't you know, want to the combination of our toxic politics, the the way in which a political elite on the right have kind of fed this sense of. Of, grievance. Of, of anger and grievance yeah. uh, and the fact that this is a country that's a washing guns I don't think I'm being I don't think I'm being paranoid no. um, at all listen if we didn't have mass shootings all the time then maybe you would be paranoid but because we do have mass right. shootings on the regular right. I mean, basis then you're not paranoid when you go to the movies don't I, I always make sure like I know exactly where the exit is and I think about I, yeah. what I would do again I feel like my guard is down because I'm in New York City right Right. So I don't think about these things, and maybe I should think more about them, but I honestly, I have to say, I don't. And yeah, that's probably so to my, to I my detriment. The, I think the incel thing and, that, and the fact that it's become a thing, yeah. and, and there's like a community of... That's it. How is this even a thing? How is how incels even a thing? access to weapons, and, who, and it's based on the fact that they are so angry at women and society is just... It's toxic, toxic, toxic brew. Listen, we talked about this ad nauseum. There are lots of angry people in this country and in the Western world. There are a yeah. lot of angry people who have lost faith in the system. And that, look, the system is broken. Right. There's no question. I don't think the answers uh, are in pointing fingers at other people and saying, you know, it's Muslims, it's migrants, right. it's Mexicans, it's this. Like, that's not how the system is broken. The system is broken because our infrastructure sucks, our education yeah, sucks. Yeah, the GOP, by the way, on infrastructure, the GOP just said, you know, Trump and, and Schumer and Pelosi met. Yeah, the early And they came up week. with this number of $2 trillion, which is, obviously, it's just a number that got thrown out. But basically, yeah. the GOP says, yeah, we're not doing that. So, everybody... Right. 
who drives on roads that are um, third world-esque. I think the roads are better in the developing world, uh, who are frustrated by the airports, who can't get anywhere on a train, whose subway are falling apart, or don't have broadband uh, because you live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know who to blame. Well, as long as we can cut taxes for the wealthy and for businesses, then, right. you know, everything's good. Then we don't and have then, money for the things right, that we there's need. no money. And they're like, oh, right. well, we're running a deficit. Why and do you guess think that who, is? Guess who's the leading voice against this infrastructure plan? Mitch McConnell. Oh. Mitch McConnell. He's, he, I don't know what Mitch McConnell stands for other than obstruction, except when it comes to placing judges. right-wing yeah. legal activists That's in, on was. the federal bench. That's it. That's all. That's he the only thing he stands for. Otherwise, it's just obstruction, for. obstruction, obstruction. Right. Tax cuts for the wealthy right. and fe- and judicial appointments. And this for is the why I think it's important that to vote him out. The, the, the <laughs> legion of Democratic senators who've gotten into the 2020 race should be dissuaded yeah. because he's gotten into the presidential race. Gotten into the presidential race. Yeah. Because there's no way for Democrats ever to advance any part of their agenda as long as Mitch McConnell yeah. is a Senate Majority Leader. Well, they need to run somebody against him who has a credible chance yeah, to I don't, I, I don't think I don't think Mitch McConnell can lose. So, really? I, look, I think he's got... The, I, think I think he's, he's got, got a 16% got approval rating. He's got a 16% approval rating in Kentucky. I don't know. I don't know. I think, you know, they, they ran someone very good against him the last cycle, yeah, and she lost. lost. Also, Lindsey Graham is a big piece of crap. Right. But, I mean, like I said, I think, think about the number of senators who are running, Democratic senators. I mean, Elizabeth Warren, House seat will be a Democrat, most likely be a Democratic seat. Kamala Harris, California will elect another Democratic senator. Colorado is really a purple state. I'm a huge fan of Michael Bennett. I think Michael Bennett. He has no business running, though. I'm sorry. Right. That's the thing. I'm a huge fan of him. And and part of it is the fact that he read False Dawn cover to cover, marked it up, underlined it, and it went into his office, and we talked about it for an hour and a half. And I was like, this is one of the, this is, this is a highlight moment in my career. So maybe it's just the fact that I felt great that a U.S. senator actually Sat down his, and read the book and his asked name, intelligent questions about it. His name recognition is, is zero. Zero. He has zero. no business running. You know who the worst of the Democratic candidates are? Or at least the, who is about to announce? Who's that? De Blasio. <laughs> there's I no. Can't he's going to run. There's like <laughs> not one person who is a supporter of his. Like, his, this will be the shortest-lived presidential candidacy of any of any New York mayor since Rudy Giuliani. Seth Mandel, who used to be the opinionate page editor of the New York Post, and now I think he runs like the Washington Examiner's magazine or something like that. He's a yeah. he's he's on he's on the right. He's a he's an ever Trumper on the right. He's a he's a good guy. We've we've classed on some Israel stuff, but he's he's uh-huh. a good guy. He tweeted that De Blasio <laughs> will will make an error. And, and and not vote for himself. He he's such a like he's so bumbling. He's he'll vote for like John Delaney. <laughs> Delaney will get two votes in De Blasio. I want to know. I want to know who on his team is telling him. Yeah, you should really. I do think this. I read that. Was it in the New York Times Magazine or the New Yorker or New York? I I think it's only De Blasio who thinks he can. Run. You know what? He's looking at Pete Buttigieg and he's saying, New York City is much better than. Yeah, but. <laughs> De Blasio, he had those big things. He was having those big conversations in Iowa and like, 
six people would show up and four Seriously. of them would be journalists. No one is interested in him. No one. No, I mean, he's so unpopular uh, here in New York. He's just unpopular. Right. There's nothing compelling about but him. Here's the, here's the reason that no one should listen to any of the commentary except for the commentary on the MN Corner. Yes. So 10 days ago, uh-huh. 10 days ago, if you listen to any of the political pundits, Elizabeth Warren was fading. She right. couldn't raise money, this, that, and the other thing. Three separate polls, three separate sure. polls yeah. have it Biden, Sanders, Warren, Biden, Sanders, Warren. Interesting. You know? Um, yeah. Well, so, I feel like the media consistently denigrates female candidates. Consistently. Oh, I think without a doubt. Consistently. I mean, especially Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Well, um, she's, I have my know, doubts she's, whether she can, she can win a general, but I think she is She is the ideas factory for the 2020 field. Right, they are but, appropriating many of her ideas. People talk about um, Bernie Sanders, but Bernie Sanders has, a, has, I think, two signature issues. A lot of the other stuff that's coming, that's bubbling up, that's being talked about are really Elizabeth Warren ideas. Um, I think Kamala Harris has gotten some good, she some very good great, press. She got good press after a, the bar hearing. She had a great week. She had a very, and very she good should. week. And she should. She deserved it. She kicked his ass. She cleaned his right. clock this week. And he freaking deserved it, that smug, yeah. lying motherfucker. Lying motherfucker. They are just lying to our faces all the time. And it's not even on a plane for like two hours or so and missed like the meat of it all. But I saw the highlights. And they're just gaslighting us. Awful. And she did did a great job. You know, I met I met her. I traveled with her um, in the Middle East uh, when she was uh, an attorney general, Um, a district attorney, I should say. Um, anyway, she's very, very smart. Very, very nice. Um, I would love to see her in a debate with Trump. She would, <laughs> she would demolish him. Right, right. Demolish. So, but anyway, so but my getting back to it, getting back to Mitch McConnell. Yeah. You know, he may have a low approval rating, but again, he's, he's the worst. He's the I worst. feel like and, he and is the most no responsible. Way the Democrats will ever do. There, there won't be infrastructure. There won't be. Um, uh, there, there certainly won't be Medicare for all. There won't be, or some, some. You well, know, he won't do anything. To He's going to block insurance to people. He's um, going to block everything. All the things that the Democrats want will not happen so long as Mitch McConnell's there. He is in. He is. He is there to obstruct their agenda. That's true. That's his entire. And that could get him reelected. He's horrible. He has done more damage to our republic than anyone, including Trump. Yeah, because of his longevity. He's just a horrible, horrible human being who, right. when when they write the history of the decline of the United States of America... Mitch McConnell point, will play a central role in it. Yeah, they will point fingers at him, and it will be his fault. Right. And, you know, I, I was... Uh, I was on WhatsApp with a, with a listener, a longtime friend of mine. I think I've mentioned him before, Matt Smith, who I went to college with, uh-huh. who, lives in, who lives in Italy. Right. So he watches this, what's going on here, with a bit of detachment. But right. he's still obviously invested in, in what's going on here. And he says, like, I don't understand what these guys believe in. You know, tell me what it is right. that... And the bottom line to me, as I see it, they want to preserve power. Right. They That's are it. not. 
They're it's not committed. They're not committed to American and, democracy in the way that we know it. And you can the way get, they are willing to sacrifice, sacrifice our democracy in order to preserve their power. Right. The power right. of white Christian men. To this them, is, that is the basis of the foundation of this country. And you, 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 it's abundantly clear that voter suppression is working and is their objective because, exactly, you know, this is a party that has been unable to articulate a positive vision of the future since the 1980s, since Reagan's morning in America. And how'd that turn out? And the, the Democrats actually have. You had, uh, I mean, Barack Obama was an extraordinarily inspirational figure who yeah. articulated a, a vision of America. The Republican Party is a minority party and has been able to hold on to power because exactly. of the way in which they have interlocked non – they have used democratic institutions and locked in anti-democratic practices. So voter suppression. What they just did in Florida, what the Florida-controlled uh, um, state legislature did – Basically overturned yeah. a referendum giving felons the right to vote after they've done their time. Right. Well, now this they have is to the, pay. This is exactly it's voter suppression. It's yeah. packing the courts with uh, right wing legal activists. It is um, stripping agencies of uh, their regulatory functions. It is undermining oversight. It is enabling people like William Barr who go before the Congress and saying you and who have total contempt for the Congress's oversight uh, function. You yeah. have members of that body enabling that. So, so and unable to articulate and, a positive vision of the future and have undermined the economic well-being of their constituency. They have resorted to uh, anti-democratic measures to retain power. And who's leading that charge? Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Yep. Mitch McConnell. So again, when you talked about Obama and being the inspirational leader, who thwarted every uh, initiative? Before every he Obama was even did? inaugurated. Yeah. yeah. Before and he was even inaugurated, Mitch McConnell declared it was his goal to ensure yeah. that Barack Obama failed. Right. It was a one-term president right. and that his agenda would not succeed. Right. And right. guess what? Mitch McConnell has been incredibly successful at what he does. Incredibly effective at it. And, and what he has done is essentially is destroing this country. But he's doing thing. a really good job at, of it. One of, my, one of my friends from high school, who I think is an occasional listener of the Amen Corner, occasional. started to raise money to defeat Mitch McConnell. Uh-huh. And my view was, I think that it's wasted money. I think you have to spend your money shoring up those Democratic seats that exist. To flip the Senate? To flip the Senate, exactly. Yeah. And so whether – I don't care if Mitch McConnell remains in the Senate. Right, as long as exactly. He's not the as long as he's not the majority leader. Exactly. Because, right, as long as he's not the majority leader. And I think it's money better spent. And that's why I think some of these senators who are you know, going to give up their seat in this cycle, in this, right. in this presidential election cycle, are not doing the party or the country any favor. Yeah, I, I think, think money is better I, spent – Elsewhere, rather than trying to defeat Mitch McConnell, because I, I just think, think he's right. an immovable o- object, even if his poll numbers are terrible in his home state. I do I think, think, though, that the field will be whittled down relatively quickly because most people are going to realize that they have no shot. Right. And hopefully yeah. they'll get out of the way. And I also hope that we do not get into a 
circular uh, firing, firing squad, firing squad, where we just destroy one another during the primaries right. and then have nothing left for the general. Right. And I exactly. don't, be- and I don't believe that that will happen because I think right. that we're smarter than By that. Way, you but- know who's the new? You know, you know who's the new burn? Who's going to be in it for the long haul? Tell me, Mayor Pete. This you is think? he's energizing every all every person who I've spoken to under the age of thirty loves Mayor Pete. Everybody loves Mayor Pete. Yeah. I don't know if he can be elected. We shall I see. Know. I don't have any problem with his, with the fact that he's he's gay. Why do you I, even I think mention that? Large swaths of the country do though, yeah. and it'll be used against him. I think fewer and fewer people every day have a problem with it. Yeah, I, I, I think that's true. I mean, think about how the country has turned on a dime on gay marriage. However, yeah. let's not underestimate kind of Jacobin cynicism of the evangelicals and the GOP leadership that's and all true. RNC. You're, to, that, those things are all correct. You know, but they're going to go after whatever candidate we feel we feel they're going to go know, after in some way. Yeah, they're going to pick on I mean, whatever it is. Look, if, if, so I, we got to go with our strongest candidate. Who has right. the best shot of winning? He's a strong candidate. You know what? Whoever has the best shot of winning has got my vote. Yeah. And, and whoever <laughs> our, our candidate is, I'm going to support him or her, her or him. <laughs> Could you imagine? What is the Amen Corner going to look like? If Donald Trump wins again, we're going to be offshore because <laughs> we're going to be in hiding. We're going to be broadcasting from international waters. Seriously, it's not even a joke at this point because if he wins, he'll never leave. Oh, God. And then he'll run his daughter afterwards and she'll yeah. win. Well, we do have political dynasties the Kennedys, the Clintons, the Bushes. All right, I'm going to go stick my head in it. <laughs> and the economy's better than it's ever been. All right, I'm sticking my head in it. It's, All right. it's better than it's been in I don't want to talk years. about this anymore. All right, let's wrap this one up. On I don't want to talk about this. You're making me sad. I'm sorry. I just, you know, I want to ground everybody in reality. No. We're not right, here for reality. Be the incels out there, everybody. Seriously. And if you are an incel, if you are an incel just... just Go out and talk to a girl. Talk to a girl. It's okay. She won't bite you. She won't hurt you. The worst thing she could do is say she's not interested. And then, well, you know what? You move on. You move on. It's not the way to have a relationship with women. Exactly. Hey, talk to somebody. Ask them what they're interested in. See if you can establish a connection on a human level. Yeah. If not, it's okay. It's not anything about you. Right. But you'll find somebody else. It's okay. It's okay. Just don't Just listen to people who tell you that somebody owes you something. Right. Just don't. All right, anyway. No, we're out of here. In the books. See you, everybody. Bye.